Sometimes your worst nightmares happen when you're wide awake. Just log every call you make in here, and that way it won't be a problem. You bet. Living with a roommate. I have a sucky roommate too, but you just have to deal. Maybe the world revolved around you where you used to live, but it's share time now. A challenge that could push Buffy to a place she's never been before. I think we need to talk. An all-new Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Dragon's Cove, also known as If the Apocalypse Comes Beat Me, this is a weekly-ish podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where we take a look at each episode according to its original air date 20 years ago, and this year's episode, this year's episode, this week's episode is, season four, episode two, Living Conditions. We're talking about plot, we're talking about character, and we'll be talking about college, part two, roommate edition. So spoilers bound for this episode, every episode before it, after it, possibly even other shows or movies, as well as Buffy Comics, and I don't know, whatever else we want to talk about. But dear listener, I'm here to remind you that a stitch in time catches the worm, which is worth two in the bush, as long as you don't keep them in the same basket and count them before they hatch. Hello! Hello, we're, hello! Again, next week, it's only been a week, it's, that's that's a normal amount of time for an episode of TV to not be on the air. Stacia, say hello. Hello. Daniel, say Hello. Hello. Those are the voices of my two wonderful co-hosts. My name is Kelly. In case you didn't know, this is a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. We're here to talk about the episode Living Conditions, which originally aired on October 12th of 1999. And uh, it was written by Marty Noxon, who is Marty Noxon. So I think by this point, you should probably know who she is. In case you forgot, the last episode she did was The Prom. And the next one she'll do is Wild at Heart, which also known as the episode where Oz leaves. Directed by David Grossman. This is the second of 14 for the series, the one he did. The first one he did, it was Enemies, and the next up will mm. also be Wild at Heart. So, again, with Murray Nixon, so. Rough. Season four, episode two. What happened in this episode? Let's talk about that, why don't we? Okay? Uh, not a whole lot, actually. You could totally take this episode out of the season, and it would make no difference to anything. I guess except for the Willow and Buffy move in. That's the, oh, we open with a beautiful scene where we're fully enmeshed in the annoyance that is Kathy the roommate. Uh, she's just doing obnoxious stuff like making Buffy write down her calls or at least wanting to her to. And we really get a sense of this is an inhospitable living environment because that woman is too much to handle. Buffy's got to take a breather. She goes on, I'm assuming like a patrol, maybe just slash walk through the campus with Willow. And we see a spooky demon with glowy eyes saying that she's the one. And it's probably about the Slayer, right? That's the Slayer. That's what we're talking about. She's the one. Anyway, cut to a bunch of scenes proving yet again that Kathy's the worst. She's annoying. She's annoying. We get it. She's the worst. Also, she's annoying. Uh, and are cut with Buffy having very vivid, scary nightmares of some, a demon like pouring blood down her throat, putting scorpions on her and her soul getting sucked out of her body. Although we don't really know that's exactly what's happening. Just like wispy stuff. is coming out of her, right? Like the little breath soul thing. Does that happen in the dream? I, think I mean, I think anyone that's seen Hocus Pocus knows what's up. Yeah. Or it's the soul. Harry Potter. How you get the souls out through the mouth. Although, right? a Prisoner of Azkaban came out in July of 99. Ooh. So, I don't know. Maybe they're Stealing advanced copies. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Or just uh, like, we needed something. Hey, I just read the Harry Potter book. Done. Mm. Although, Soul apparently, Hocus mouth. Pocus. When did Hocus Pocus come out? 92. So, Damn. Way before, so J.K. Oh, Rowling has some swaying to do. Yeah. Spoiler There's alert for Hocus Pocus out there. Buffy reaches peak annoyance and decides that the only solve is to kill Kathy. But luckily she makes that plan known to her friends who are immediately concerned to try to trap her in a net. But too bad for her friends. She is the slayer and no net nor scrawny teenage boys can hold her. And she escapes, goes to kill Kathy. But 
surprise, Kathy's a demon. She's one of the spooky demons that's been haunting Buffy's dreams. A tussle ensues. Giles is able to reverse the soul sucking so Buffy can go back to normal. And the demon parent, guardian, friend of Kathy sucks her back into the dimension of the Mothragar. Is that, is that what they're called? Moctagar. So uh, we'll never see or hear from her again. And we get a wonderful CG animation of them getting sucked into a carpet. So a couple of fun facts. We're getting lean on the firsts because we're pretty far into the game now. We've seen that. We've been there. We've done it. This is the shortest episode to air on the WB. So it's just under 42 minutes. But this is actually the longest episode of the episodes that will run on the UPN, which is a long way, winded way of saying this is the longest episode of the first five seasons. Isn't that neat? Isn't that a fun fact? Isn't that a fun fact that you learn? Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's wrong with you? This is the sixth episode of the series without any vampires. And oh, yeah. Parker's original name in the script and his last name was not, instead of Abrams, was Finch. Isn't that neat? Isn't that a fun fact? Isn't that Do a fun fact? Do we know what his last name is in this episode? We, yes. Oh, does it say? Is it Parker Abrams in this episode? Yeah. She's like, see you later, Parker Abrams. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. Was a yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. He's Stevenson. not of Stevenson Hall. No, Jeez. Buffy is. Yeah. Where's he but, from? But he, he says, see you later, Buffy Summers of Stevenson Hall. And then he, she says, see you later, Parker Abrams. And she should say, Kresge. Oh, yeah. Kresge Because she doesn't follow the, didn't finish the joke. She didn't do it. Was it a joke? Originally, the song that was going to be played throughout the episode, Tormenting Buffy, instead of Shears Believe, it was going to be Mariah Carey's Butterfly. Believe was actually nominated for Album of the Year for Grammy that year. Did you know that? Uh, and then later in the script, it was going to possibly be Celine Dion. It just said Celine Dion blaring in the script somewhere. So they obviously didn't know who they were going to put there. But the poster was Celine Dion. I think that would be a little too Couldn't get the rights. <laughs> it could be that it too. I, I think that they just wanted to give a little bit of depth. Do you know why they didn't do it? Because of share time. See, That's and they why. didn't even make that joke. When she said share, she meant S-H-A-R-E. I know. And it, but it, it, it should have been share time. I know, but it was share time. It was both. It's called a play on words. I mean, they didn't do that, I feel like. It had to be implied. They were playing the music the second time that it was that she said right, share time. So it had to be. It, okay. well, absolutely. Yeah, okay. They knew what they were okay, doing. Good. I just wanted to make I sure. think they laid the groundwork the first time so that you were... You were like share. Ready for share time. Sharing, Ready right? Because they were talking time. about the eggs or whatever. Sharing our stuff. Sure. And then next time, boom. Share time. And share time. Yes. Excellent. The very first time we see Veruca's in this episode. And apparently they wanted the whole Veruca Oz thing to be a much slower burn. But because Seth Green was leaving the show, they kind of had to wrap it up in those six episodes. So we were just going to do the looking thing? They would just look at each other for like seven episodes? Maybe. Like Willow well, before? I don't know. I was just going to say <laughs> that's Oz's game. <laughs> Yeah, we got to get a cool 13 episodes. Of- so he just knows she's a werewolf or like he's into her? It's supposed to be that they can like sense each other or smell oh, each other or whatever. We know that Oz can weirdly smell people from blocks away. So I think that's what it's supposed to be. They're both just like, wait, werewolf? What? What? Just but- like Angel can smell the sun. Just like Angel can smell the sunrise. I can smell the sunrise long before it comes. So in this episode, we are dealing with a roommate from hell. His name was Lucifer. He... uh what is it? What's the next line of that song? He was a roommate from hell. His name was Lucifer. Someone call a priest and get the crucifer. He was a roommate from hell. Got a pitchfork in my bed. I'm in a satanic panic because he is messing with my head. That's right. MC Chris, MC Lars, what's up? 
Wow. Anyway, so uh, roommates, I did not go to college. Well, I mean, I went to community college. I didn't go to an on-campus college, but the both of you did for at least a short while live on campus. Correct, Amundo? Yes. So Nodding want... doesn't count in podcast world. What's that? The Nodding what? doesn't count in podcast no, world. Oh, true. Not. Yes, it did. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I did. Wow. Yes. <laughs> it's not a visual medium, guys. <laughs> uh, so I think that it's a good idea to frame this episode, which has no real long-standing consequences through the series in the scope of college life i know we already did college stuff last episode but you're just gonna have to fucking deal with me because it's light on content well this is more college uh roommate stuff this is just like roommates too it doesn't have to just be college stuff i know it's probably just me having a bitch attack but it's not me kathy's nice mom but she's she's sort of i don't know like mini mom of momdonia the very first thing you notice with roommates, especially brand new roommates going to college. And in this, in this episode in particular is the passive aggressiveness. Oh yeah. If you don't get along with somebody, I mean, what is your recourse? You know, you can't just be mean. Mm -hmm. You could just be nice, but (laughs) fuck that. And Buffy really gets there in this episode in a way that I can't really off, off the top of my head. Remember her being with the calf. Ooh, scathing calf. Oh, I didn't catch the cat. Yeah, yeah, she didn't say straight up Kathy. When when she in the scene where the Giles is there and they're in that like little library annex or whatever that is little common area, whatever. Yeah, yeah, she she says Kath to her to try to get her away. Yeah, these passive aggressive things that happened in here it really happened right at the beginning um, when she's like, I didn't realize that you were coming and going. You know, like because oh, yeah. she's going out at night. night person. Yeah, I, I don't mind, but mm-hmm. and then just tagging along for the latte because you know she's not going there. Or or the thing with the milk, like, did you drink my milk? I mean, it's totally fine. Like, I just, I wanted to know, like, if you were, like, going through my stuff. I just want to make sure we didn't have a thief, because that happened. Yeah, a milk thief? (laughs) Yep. Right, in our locked dorm that only we have the keys to? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is a moment for communication. I feel like Buffy was waiting, you know, college is a time of change. Soon she'll be trip-hopping all over the place. Uh, But it didn't happen. But it didn't happen. Because Kathy's a demon, as it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't have killed her to be nice, you know. Looked like you were being nice enough for the both of us. I wasn't moving in on your territory, if that's what you mean. Right. Just like you didn't destroy my sweater. But I've never really uh, dealt with passive-aggressive roommates like that. I I mean, I'm sure it's happened, you know, just like low-key. But my roommate was never there in college, so it was just... Real nice, but I'm sure that that's like probably the number one problem. Did like, I mean, like just the general wearing and tearing on well, one that another's sucks nerves. As a vibe, right? Yeah, that really can get under your skin super fast because you are just uncomfortable. Like, you know that everything you're doing is being judged mm. and evaluated in a way, just like assessing you at your character by the how you cut your toenails kind of and thing. And she called her mom, right? You know, little the monster, monitor, yeah. the mominator. That's right. Mm-hmm. And when you're comparing someone to Joyce, it's tough. <laughs> it is tough. It's real tough. Mini mom. Uh, Station, did you have any significant passive aggressive moments? Was your, was your roommate like that? Were you, you and your Oh, we were completely passive aggressive with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like it happens all the time. It was it's probably the only coping. communication. Yeah, coping mechanism. Well, I think I think it's really hard, especially when you're an introvert, to go from having your own private space to literally never having a private moment at all. Even like the bathrooms are communal, yeah. like your room is communal. You have nowhere to go where you can get away from people. And so to have someone who doesn't get you in your one place that you should be able to go and like decompress is really exhausting. Yeah. And so she was definitely a party girl. And she was from uh Hawaii and she had a boyfriend back home 
and she would stay up late in the middle of the night in our dorm room fighting with him on the phone. And that was kind of the beginning of the end (laughs) where we started getting really passive aggressive with each other. And we definitely had moments like that where it's like you just recognize like I can't deal with this person like we can't meet each other in the middle because there is no middle we're just like so separate and it broke down to the point where we weren't even talking to each other at the end and we both moved out of the dorm room to get away from each other like we were not talking and I was like I'm moving back in with my parents and she was like I'm doing the roommate lottery thing where if people drop out and they have extra rooms you can move to a different room so she did that to get away from me and I moved out to get away from her so we both left this we didn't talk to each other we were like by the way, I'm moving out. We both just moved out because we hate each other that much. Like if we had even just communicated that tiny bit, like One she could have stayed, stayed in that yeah. room. <laughs> That's incredible. So yeah, we really hated each other. Wow. Did you ever once say to her, um, can you let me know if you're going to be on the phone tonight with your boyfriend? Well, I mean, like, it's totally fine if you are. No. I, yeah, <laughs> I did. And then I was like, have you ever like thought, I mean, our room, because it was like we had a hallway, right? And there were doors to every room. But at the end of the hallway is a common room and our room. Yeah room only had one room in between the common room and our room it's just the ra next to so us super close so super close and i was like could you maybe just go to the common room if you're oh, gonna yeah. be up late she never would and so that was like also an issue and there was one time <laughs> i don't even know if i should say this this just makes me look so bad anyways i was watching a tv show i don't even remember what it was and she came in and she turned on her music with the TV show playing. Mm. And normally I would have just like put in my headphones because I was watching it on my laptop. But the fact that she didn't even ask like, hey, do you mind? I was just like, no. And I turned my TV show up and she turned her music up and it became this Amazing. fight. And it got so loud that the RA came out and yelled at us and told us we had to turn them both off. Yes. And that, I think, was the breaking moment where we're like, we don't talk anymore. That's incredible. Yeah. That is like stressful. That yeah. actually really sucks. Yeah, it was awful. I really hated it. Yeah. So then I go to the refrigerator, right? And the label queen has managed to put... Just a... Just a thought, Buffy. Do you think that all this ranting is scaring away potential demons? You're right. She's even affecting my work now. She's the Titanic. She's a crawling black cancer. She's other really bad things. Well, the phone thing, obviously, that came up with uh, the girl. Mm-hmm. Let's log the calls. Kath. Yeah, with Kath. With Kath. Uh, Logging the calls. Uh, what a delightful throwback to the oh, 90s. And that is a 1990s problem. Or yeah. things, you know, it's like we got to make sure we know what the bill is going to be. But you I know, mean, like, finances. It's going to be a local call, right? There's no way that you're getting charged for local calls. She's calling Nebraska, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, Kathy would be. But, I mean, Buffy, everybody she knows is right there. She's not making long-distance calls. You probably get charged. I feel like colleges nickel and dime you for everything. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. And probably back then, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure now. It might be free to all. make calls to different dorms or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, I don't I guess it also depends. We didn't have a phone given to us. No. We had to bring our own phone. Yeah, pretty much all the stuff was brought. So, like, we both had our own refrigerators, you know, which leads yeah. into the food section. Mm. But, like, we both had our own fridges. Like, nobody was sharing a f- refrigerator. Like, that was all Kathy. Like, what right. is Buffy even doing? Where'd you get this apple and why are you saving it? Why are you punching it into the fridge? That was really funny. <laughs> so much room. So much room. Just bam. <laughs> Incredible. So Amazing. space, as we sort of said, is yeah. probably the biggest thing that people need. Uh, taking her clothes was insane. So, okay. So immediately on that, 
there seemed to be only one closet and it was all Buffy's stuff, yeah. which is interesting. Like, did you have a oh, closet? No, we had like armoire sort of thing. We did too. There okay. Was no... Yeah. They were like freestanding pushed against the corner. There was no built in. Each it was one just had a yeah, piece wall. of furniture. Yeah. yeah. Everything was yeah. furniture. Okay. Our entire room was concrete. Like yeah, you couldn't put anything in the walls. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. That's bleak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, huh. and it's small, like smaller than this room. Yeah. Probably. I'd say our bars is about the size. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. College life is rough, yo. So the idea of like a walk-in closet that's oh, all the no. Buffy. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. No no walk-in closets to be had. I mean, so that was very fun. One point for Kathy being justifiably angry that Buffy gets the entire fucking closet to herself. That's kind of true, right? Because there's not... But, but isn't there one on the other side? Weren't they there when she was putting up the poster? I think there was another. I, I think they both have their own closets. I don't know. I think they have to. There's okay. impossible to not have their own. If, if there is one, there yeah. has to be two. Yeah. There has to be two. Th- that's like a recipe for disaster. Like, <laughs> you have to share the closet with a rando. What? I already hate them. I can't do this. <laughs> uh, that would be awful. That was my first thought. I love, what a posh school to like have these walk-in closets yeah. in this beautiful like place. So they're definitely uh, riding high. Um, Kathy constantly butting into Buffy's social life. Like walking mm-hmm. around finding her at every moment now we know in the end that it plays out like she's like a demon like running away from home she is three thousand years old and she's just trying to get away from papa and all the people but like (laughs) why was she doing this then i mean she wanted her soul and stuff but why all of this like couldn't you get it easier couldn't you get the soul easier instead of being what you know enough about humans and you know you're being a dick like you know you're pushing her buttons it, does that make it easier? That must make it harder for you. Well, it seemed like the soul was completely an afterthought, and it was just a way to camouflage herself from getting reclaimed by her family, right? She's like, when they come looking for the per- the thing without a soul, they'll find you instead of me. Well, I don't think that's an afterthought. And my understanding was that Buffy became more irritable as she lost her soul. Right. So okay. th- the fighting got worse because at the beginning, Buffy, even though she's kind of like, okay, She's kind of weird and she's got these quirks that irritate me. Like, I'm just going to go and I'm going to patrol and I'm going to get out of here. And like, she like knows how to deal with it. Um, So I think it's a combination of Kathy being a very weird, particular person who's developed these habits over 3000 years and creating a more irritable person. And then if you know that she's going to get taken to another dimension, maybe she's just hoping she can just sort of slide into Buffy's life and assume her friends oh okay see because i was thinking that it was like she just wanted to go to college and then it was like oh shit i know these people are coming after me i need quickly to get myself a soul Mm. so they can't find me anymore not an afterthought is like the writing but an afterthought for kathy i think she just wanted to go to school and then it immediately got fucked up because her family came after her but i don't know and it would have been any roommate i had yeah you were just in proximity yeah and also bonus i don't like you so then kathy's like it's share time and i'm like oh yeah share this so either you hit her or you did your wacky mime routine for her. Well, I didn't do either, actually. <laughs> okay, so we just so we can safely say that Kathy just didn't like Buffy. It could have gone yeah. smoothly if, if Buffy was a different personality. She would have just slowly lost her soul and it would have been over. Yeah. Okay. I think so. But Buffy yeah. was like just going to fight back because she didn't like her. That, that is, is kind of fun. Fun idea. That only child mentality. She just didn't know how to share. That's right. Love it. Hygiene. It's another thing that comes up in this. Uh, clipping toenails. Pretty pretty rude. Pretty hard look for a girl. Kath. So if you needed to clip your toenails in college, is it expected that you would not do that in the room at all? Or would you be going to the bathroom to do that, I guess? I would say it depends on your situation. If the bathroom mm-hmm. is amenable, I think that would be wisest. 
Mm-hmm. I would say it's fine to do it in the room. I would give a heads up and just be like, yo. Uh, or you already have a relationship with them. You feel comfortable enough to just be like, fucking, I'm just going to clip my toes. Or do it when they're not in the room, I guess. But just go out of your way. Stick your foot in a bag. Like, just <laughs> anything you can to like make sure you're not clipping it on the ground. That's just, yeah. that, that, that to me gross. is like the grossest yeah. weird part. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Especially because that room is immaculate. Yeah. So why would you be doing this except to fight? me all those close-ups of Buffy's face like it was so basic. great it was brilliant it was really really I mean, really it fun. was just so fun because I really did like feel Buffy's feelings about the whole thing and just I relive my roommate and how much yeah. I couldn't stand her every yeah. time I watch this episode because I'm like like everything that Kathy is doing is so irritating and it's so small in the like the short term like if it was one thing you could let it go but when you're already irritated by just having to be in the same room as the person when they start clipping their toenails it is like almost a bomb going off every time you hear the clip and you're like I hate you so much (laughs) that with the pencil too yeah she has parts that keep growing after they're detached she irons her jeans she's evil she has to be destroyed what about the flossing flossing in the room? Because Kathy went ahead and made sure she took That's her floss fun. back to the bed. I don't think flossing is that gross, personally. I mean, I think it's kind of gross. I, think I wouldn't I'd do it in your floss place. in the bathroom. I guess you would want, you need if some sort of receptacle. Right? Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Why not bring the floss? I don't know. Not, well, yeah, that seems like the appropriate place to do yeah. it. But it, they, didn't, they don't seem stinky. I feel like mm. Kathy and Buffy are probably taking showers. No, not together. <laughs> wow. <That's laughs> <good. laughs> Took a turn. <laughs> What about food? What about food? We classically we can probably dissect Parker for maybe fifteen hours and just get to the bottom of his hoarding of food. Parker eyebrows Abrams. I what a meat cute. That's for, that's for later. <laughs> Labeling food. I think Kathy went overboard. I think that's fair to say. I she, love that she wrote her name on each individual egg. It's incredible. And what a shot! It God. was all for the shot, it was so and good. it was brilliant. Perfect. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, ah, I can't. I want to give this a lower score just because I know that there are better episodes. But man, good stuff. The, the, like, the, the timing, the crash. It was like the editing of this episode. Everything was so funny. It's oh just like my joke gosh. After when joke after joke. Kathy puts on Buffy's sweater and she goes, you that giant messy mm. burger. And it just crash zooms on the ketchup <laughs> dripping onto the sweater and then onto Buffy's face, like having an aneurysm. So funny. <laughs> it's absolutely delicious. So food, I don't know. How does that college food work so like you have some kind of card dining hall card or something that says mm-hmm. that you can get how many meals a day is that what it is i think it kind unlimited of access it depends or? on your it setup. depends on your school and your setup okay so at lewis and clark you would have to buy like a meal pass i don't remember if it was like i don't think it was part of your room fee because you have to pay to stay in the dorm rooms and you have to yeah. pay to have a meal plan and i think those are separate things but also required but so you could pick if you wanted to have two or three meals a day and i had two meals a day i, think I had two as well yeah you got a so, breakfast and a dinner yeah and then you would just fend for yourself we essentially. could do any anyone we wanted okay, just, well, but it was yeah, like you had a card and you'd click the card and it would count and mm-hmm. you could only go to two a day so you could go to breakfast and lunch or lunch and dinner or breakfast and dinner or whatever is it it's open like every a, day or just during the week every day every day and it's like every a buffet meal. style you just go in and grab yeah buffet style buffet they had like a salad good. bar and different kinds of like hot things for um lunch and dinner like pasta and I don't know, meat and So it wasn't done and... by like weight or item. It was just like 
visits, right? Yes. Like you could put as much as much as you wanted, you could eat in one sitting. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a smaller school thing. Mine was the same way too. You walked in, you walk in, you pay. It's like a buffet. You just yeah. get whatever you want. But I went to bigger schools to visit friends uh, in Virginia, and it was not that way. It was you paid at the register. You did all your stuff, mm. um, put all the stuff in. So I don't know if they were looking for certain things or if you couldn't add sodas to it or whatever. Like you could right. just pick up the main meals or mm. however they judged it. I didn't know, but they did it at the end of it. It was almost like a, you know, cafeteria type of thing where you pay at the, mm. you pay at the end instead so, of, I, we would just walk in at the opening of the, yeah, like at the door, door and yep. you would scan the card, scan the card and, and walk, walk in. in and you're just there. You can eat as much as you want. So, completely atypically of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there seems like there's some inaccuracies in this scene, right? Because they seem to be a situation where you load up your tray and you go pay at the end. But the way that Parker's describing it, it would be the opposite situation, like the situation that you both had, where he would just come in, you eat as much as you possibly can, and you leave. Yeah. But they clearly they have their trays, and she beeps, gets her little punch card after they've shown them their trays. So yeah. what's the real story here at the Rocket Cafe is what I'm saying. Well, it, it just gets back to Parker. There's, it's what an enigma. I can't wait to get to know. More about Parker. Mm-hmm. He'll definitely be around for a long time. He's Do you have any uh, fun food stories, Stacia, from college? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like Parker Abrams, and I like to steal food from the cafeteria. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, partially because I didn't have a fridge in my dorm. We had a kitchen on our floor that you could put food in, so you had to label it. Yeah. Um, but... You couldn't have a car if you were a freshman, and the campus is far away from anything. Like, it takes a long time to get downtown from uh, Lewis and Clark because it's not in the city center. So, basically, aside from the two meals that I had a day, there was one very expensive mini mart on campus that you could go to that sold a random assortment of things that didn't make a meal. (laughs) So, I would steal food so that I would have food to eat instead of just having to eat two meals and, like, ramen every day. Right. Um, but unlike with Parker, he had an easier time. You couldn't bring your bag or anything into the cafeteria. You'd have to set it by the door because people would steal food. Um, so there were really two options. You were allowed to take out of, out of the dining hall, one piece of fruit. Yeah. Yeah. So you could use it, I guess, because they wanted you to be healthy or something. But so you could use it as your decoy. So you wave it around as you're carrying food out in your other hand. Biscuits and gravy have been inserted inside <laughs> into the, the apple. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. So you would have to like carry. So I have definitely, I would like smuggle out like cupcakes and stuff, mm-hmm. holding them in one hand and like waving my banana around in the other hand. Like, look, I have my fruit. So they're not paying attention. Crazy. And then, so the only other option you have, because the cafeteria has windows, is to uh, open the window and throw the food out the window. <laughs> and then when you leave walk around the building to retrieve it <laughs> so during your lunch you would just casually chuck <laughs> items <on> the- <laughs> yeah <laughs> would do that <laughs> and then i would have like a little stockpile in my room of like contraband <laughs> dining hall food. yeah <laughs> that's super baller that's amazing i that's mean you just look. get desperate in college it turns yeah. you into this weird animal almost where it's like you only have so many options yeah. and then it's also like you're getting ripped off because it's like okay so my meal plan the reason why i had two meals a day is because it's a lot cheaper than the three meals a day plan right and you could buy an additional meal a day if you were hungry or whatever and it was like 12 bucks like i don't have that kind of money you're already bleeding me dry it's like multiple thousands of dollars just to be on this campus like i'm not paying 12 bucks for more of this mediocre food i'm stealing it (laughs) (laughs) it's going straight out the window yeah (laughs) that was the most expensive thing was the meal plan oh yeah that and like just i mean generally school yeah for tuition but like that was the most expensive thing by far 
was just paying for all the food that you need as a 17 year old kid yeah, 18 yeah. Or whatever uh, going back to the fridge, though, since we have yeah. a glorious HD copy, you have a nice screen cap. Oh, no, no, no. I was just bringing it up. No, I, no, no. I have a question. Oh, oh, yeah. I have a question about the contents of the fridge. Eggs, clearly visible. Whether or not the quality that you have, you can tell those are eggs as far as your Buffy watching experience. Oh, shit. Yeah. You can tell those are eggs. The milk, obvious. We get a wonderful scene of Buffy chugging the milk. Now, yogurt. Dan and yogurt, which, uh, like, mm. name brand. There mm-hmm. we go. They we could also very clearly visible in the lunchroom. Dan also and yogurt. Also not labeled so maybe Buffy's. that's might be buffy's maybe buffy's. Uh, but there's like some sprouts in there there is an item that i can see that says the words hot cream on it oh, yeah. and i don't know what it is i thought that was hot cereal i think it's oatmeal mm. okay and then underneath there's like a variation of it yeah so and maybe some uh like a ravioli type of, or a little tortellini, uh, tortellini? Yeah, yeah definitely like little meals and tupperwares but yeah so mm-hmm. what is what is the hot cream you think it's oatmeal? I think it's oatmeal. Okay. I think it says cereal. It says hot cereal. It's probably not an item that needs to be in the fridge is what... With, oh. with apricots. Hot cream? No, What's it's the, cereal. What are the words above hot it cream? It's cereal. It's 100% cereal. Hot cereal. With hot apricots. Cereal. Hot cream. It does look like cream from this far It says away. with apricots, hot oh, cereal. Oh, it doesn't say the word cream at all. No, no, no. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. With sorry. apricots, hot cereal. Thank you. Oh, my God. I think it's oatmeal. That's why I was hung up. Nevertheless, I don't think it needs to be in the fridge. No. We could argue that it's definitely a oh. shelf-stable item that well. Kathy is taking up more of her share. Like, already so her is, items. So are, are apples. Okay. But that's Buffy's one fucking thing in the fridge. Maybe why the, is she putting it Danon. in the fridge? Maybe the Dannon. Maybe the Dannon. No fruit fluffy. Oh, I just really enjoy thinking about Sarah Michelle Gellar having to like. Oh, you're gonna be pour, sick. Pour you're milk down her face. Um, scene. I love that moment when she makes eye contact. She's pouring the milk all over herself, and she just looks Kathy dead in the face. <laughs> it's a weird flex. It's great. Whatever's I love happening. it. No, it's amazing. And that's that's what you get when you have a passive aggressive relationship. I'm with gonna your say. I'm gonna say though, that in their conversation about sharing, when they were still talking about not share the artist but just sharing the correct response that we're going to share we're like i'm you can't just go drink the whole milk no that's not actually what you two were talking about so when you did that it was an escalation it was in fact more (laughs) of a declaration of war which again weird move by buffy you could have easily we could have got a de-escalation right there she's losing her soul she needs to take it to another level milk is going down the front of the shirt no i mean she was going to kill her. Why not well, drink her milk first? The ultimate escalation. I mean, it's true. It's true. All right. French, friends and relationships, I think this kind of moves into that too. Because we do get uh, our girl, Kath, talking to not her boy, Parker. That's mm. Buffy's boy, Parker. That is true. I think that's okay. I think Buffy overreacted. She was definitely under the sway of, yes, losing her soul. Again, convenient that we're always losing our soul and when we, we have bad pass by yeah. our anger issues. I'm not sure. We sort of got caught up talking Red Wings. It turns out Kathy's a closet hockey fan. I think it's the violence. <laughs> what is? <laughs> I told you that was just between us. Uh, it could be the sweaty men. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you two are going to wrestle, do you mind taking it outside? I have a lot of work to do. But, uh, yeah, that was a that was a fun little uh, glimpse into uh, Buffy's immediate jealousy of right. whatever Which is going on with Parker. You could maybe say this he's a character, food but hoarder. she's only had two date, two relationships. Yeah, she's been on she's been on three dates, really. I guess right. Like so, we have way back in the day, Never Kill a Boy in the first date, our oh, namesake God, episode. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Evan. Fuck. You don't seem bookwormy. The type of person to lock themselves in a dark room with a lot of musty old books oh and i've offended you 
No. No, I'm just surprised you gave any thought to what I'm like. You shouldn't be. Ethan? It's not Tim? Ethan. God. Owen? Owen! Owen! Nice. Nice. Incredible. So we have the one date with Owen. <laughs> uh, that, that was a fun date, though, overall. The relationship did not continue. No. Uh, <laughs> he was scared. <laughs> relationship with a uh, vampire pe- pedophile for a year that ends terribly. Yeah. Um, you could say that. S E X. Sex. Ends twice. And didn't he, she bad. date like the guy who was going to the. Scott Hope? Scott. So we date Scott Hope. I actually don't even think we end up on a, a proper date. He's, we're going to go to the Buster Keaton. We're going to go. Keaton is key, Keaton but is we key. don't think we make it, actually. No, I don't think so. I think yeah. it was just toyed along. And then right. he. And then he did like was like, no, I'm not interested in you. He breaks up with her before homecoming in the episode homecoming, oh, the very beginning. Fuck. He says, I don't it's think we should see each other anymore. It's like a smash cut to, I don't think we should see each other anymore. Right, right. Uh, and then stuff. at the end, Faith says she like makes a show of saying that he has syphilis, basically. Mm. Yeah, which is classic cute. Cordelia. Yeah, no, Faith. Thanks, Faith. I did like. Hey, we got a Cordelia shout out. In this yeah, episode, we did. So. Remember Cordelia. No. <laughs> so, uh, so now this is this is her so next next boy interaction. Oh, I guess we do could slot Riley in as a boy interaction. No, no, that's no, not no. Xander. That also went terribly. Is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. this is this her. That's a fair point. Maybe it is this a boy how interaction. Buffy would act if if given the chance to spend more time with a boy she might have interest in. Maybe this is how she goes every time. Or she she, had, she felt, you know, maybe, I think she was probably just really annoyed with, with Kath. Oh, for sure. I was sure. just like, I can't even take it. Even though, fuck you, and I know that he's into me, I'm still mad. You're ruining you, everything. Even this boy, I have no right to like claim, quote yeah. unquote. Well, and it's like, they're talking about hockey and things that I don't like, but they're he's bonded. clearly into it. Yeah, so I, I Why does he I like this it. music? I can't stand. <laughs> yeah. She's having a rough time. Uh, Kathy and Willow trying to hash it out. Uh, when they were talking, it did seem sensible. I'm just going to say. Oh, it. totally. Buffy's freaking out. We know. We know that Kath is the reason why she's doing it. But it was still nice to see Willow be like, I want Amity. I want you guys to get along. So I'm, I'm here for you to help you to help Buffy. Yes. Even if like I have to side with you. It's good friendship stuff. I enjoyed that. So did your roommate ever try to insert themselves into your friend situation like were you ever having a social interaction you stacia again, no podcast not a visual medium no no, <laughs> no. you guys yeah. were like nope this is never gonna work please don't ever talk to me outside of this room don't even talk to me in this room um well i mean we we tried to be friendly at the beginning but it was pretty clear we just didn't really vibe vibe and i had friends in portland that i hung out with that weren't going to lewis and clark and she had a friend that came with her from hawaii who was living on a different dorm i think and they would hang out and so they'd be like we're gonna go downtown and go to a club do you want to come and i'm like yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't and, know. <laughs> and so i uh we turned her down i turned her down literally every single time and then she stopped well, inviting me i mean that's nice that she i mean died. i know it, well it was nice but then it was weird and she was like it's really weird that like you never want to go out and you're Why? just like in our room all the time studying and i'm like it's like forty thousand dollars a year it's to go to school away. here I like I'm spending a lot of money to study and she was like I've never thought about it like that before <laughs> okay we'll Bye. see you later <laughs> and would leave and so it was just like we had very different priorities and it became really clear so no she never tried to horn in on my friends I never tried to horn in on her friends yeah we just didn't have mutual yeah and aside from um seeing each other in our dorm room I don't know that I ever really ran across her on campus 
like on accident. Like I, I never saw my roommate. Yeah, yeah. You said that he was pretty absentee because yeah. he had a girlfriend. He was a football player. He was really, really, really polite, really nice. Just a farm boy from Middle Virginia. Yeah. Real, really nice kid, but fuck never saw the guy i don't even know if it went to class like i have no idea yeah. so I, I lucked out i really got like an empty you apartment yeah it was very nice i had really cool people that were next to me and yeah just found really nice people yeah and i really enjoyed it. i had a really fun time doing it and then pretty much after that i moved across the state and then it was just living by myself which was much harder because you got to pay rent you got to do all the stuff mm-hmm. so it was really nice in that little interim to not have to pay for anything i didn't have to think about anything so that was fun. That was like the only time ever. Cool. You guys can do the brain thing. I'm going to go to class. Which could also be construed as the brain thing. Not when you're minoring in napping 101. My next category is dreamscapes. Don't don't get into your roommate's dreams. Pretty hmm. pretty rude stuff. I mean, I think this is 101. You know, you go into to college, just like don't get into your roommate's dreams. It's were in the they, orientation, people. Were they actually dreams? Because I thought it was actually happening. I think it was like a both. I think she was. Was I mean, it was, she, Well, yeah, she, they were definitely. She was definitely sucking your soul. I would imagine that the scorpion and blood thing was part of the ritual too. But it was ma- like she was made to feel like she was dreaming during it. I'm sure she was in some kind of like twilight kind of state. Mm. Where, but Kath was too. So then, after the scorpion, the demon opened my mouth and sucked some kind of weird light out of me. And the worst part. I wake up and there's Kathy staring at me like I'm some kind of freak. Well, actually, the worst part, I'd have to go with the demon pouring the blood down your throat. Me too. I would vote for that too. That was, that was weird. Yeah. I wonder if maybe that was just a cover. Cover, yeah. Oh, it might have been because like right when she woke up, she would always. They did it twice yeah. where she just like conveniently. Oh. Yeah. But then she didn't play it up ever, which was weird because I feel like you would play it up. Maybe you can read the dream I had last night. There was like this monster and he sat on me and he did all this stuff to me. Stuff like scorpions and Bloody Mary minus the Mary? That's it. How'd you know? Well, I'm a good guesser. Yeah, so I think she's just evil and she was pretending that she was having the dream. I think it's the only real explanation that there was never actually a dream that's actually happening to Buffy. I mean, I think it was, there were a couple weird moments with her. That was one of them. And then the other one is she goes into Buffy's closet to borrow the sweater mm. and then stumbles across Buffy's bag of killing weapons, weapons. Yeah. and as a weird roommate maybe you would be like huh that's weird and then like let it go maybe but as a demon wouldn't you think mm. like why does she need this yeah. yeah she never really didn't know the slayer part <laughs> said anything too but like even when buffy's kicking her ass she's not like why are you so strong why you're obviously not a person you like, ripped my face that off never came that never came up at all that she buffy wasn't human it's except kind of fun except for when they get uh when she shoves Kathy into the bushes because the she thinks the demon's attacking, right? Is that what it is? Well, the demon yeah, yeah. does attack. The demon oh, does. Oh, it does. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, God, I can't remember what happened. Anyway, so she shoves Kathy into the bush and she's like, oh, God, why would you take them on like that by yourself? So clearly she's like, mm, well, but no. Or maybe she really didn't know what was going on she in that moment. Not. I mean, she must not have. Yeah. She was like, I'm still a person. This roommate's weird. I got pushed into a bush. What the fuck? Well, Buffy <laughs> said that she got mugged. And I think if you're being a human, you would be like, why would you fight him? Why right. wouldn't you just yeah. give him your purse? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Human instinct. You're like, yeah, Anya kicks in. What? But that's not what you do. Yeah. Yeah. She seems like a real savvy human, though. She must. She, she's a pretty good human. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Anya wouldn't understand these things. But Kath, to me, seems like she would understand these sort of things. Like that, you would have gotten up immediately. You would have. 
You wouldn't have just laid in the bush. She just laid in the bush. She did just lay in the well, bush. Well, she got like a little fight going on. She's like, I'll just roll around and get my stuff dirtier. <laughs> get up. Blame Buffy for it. Get the fuck up. Yeah. Help Buffy. Help Buffy. Yeah. What's she going did. on here? And the final one, murder Buffy. It's simple. <laughs> Kathy's evil. I'm an evil fighter. I'm going to kill her. And then Willow on the phone. I think she's feeling a little insane. No, not, not bitchy crazy. More like homicidal maniac crazy. No, not bitchy crazy. More like homicidal maniac crazy. So I told her to come to you. Okay. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> so good. So don't kill your roommates. Don't kill your roommate. I mean, the dream thing, whether or not she was actually having a dream, you still shouldn't do it. Don't slide in your roommate's dreams. Don't murder mm-hmm. them. Sure. But I do want to ask. Respect boundaries. Respect boundaries. No blood unless asked for. Oh, why couldn't Giles have shackles like any self-respecting bachelor? With, with the exception of Buffy losing her soul, which would make you make, maybe not have the best judgment, uh, do you think that what, the way she was behaving was worthy of all this ire? Like Buffy flipping <laughs> the foot? Especially when you have contrasted very clearly with Willow's actual dire roommate <laughs> situation. I didn't bring it up in the food. Well, d- true. But also then Willow comes in here and eats food off of oh, Buffy's okay. plate. I mean, that was amazing. That was amazing. And also, <laughs> quite, I would I would even go so far as to say that that was ruder than anything. But they're that friends Kathy already. Fair enough, and that's if, why she. If gets that a pass. was just a random new roommate, that would be like jaw droppingly outrageous. Yeah. but but it and was Kathy aggressive. Didn't do it. Kathy didn't do it. It was aggressive for it, Willow to do that because she asked out of context. For and her. didn't wait for an answer and ate it. Yeah, it does yeah. seem out of. Out well, of I think the point her. is supposed to be like yeah. Puffy's not going to love living with anyone. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I, so, I think Kathy is really irritating. And I don't think that Buffy losing her so helped, but I think that they could have, they could have come to an understanding. Like you only play share between the hours of three and mm. four in the afternoon. I won't eat your food, and the window is open every other night. Like you could, you could figure it out. I think, especially yeah. because Kathy seemed to love rules and structure. Like she wanted everything labeled. She wanted the calls written down. Like if Buffy was willing to be like. Let's just figure out what we can do. Like, I can just be out of the room when you're playing share. Let's figure out the times you're going to do that. Yeah. And I won't be here or whatever. Um, but I do think what she's doing is really irritating. Because, like, it, I think it is rude. Because it, it seems like she had that one song on repeat for I mean, the hours. Song the worst part. The worst like, part. You, that would just, regardless of the song, even if it's a song you love, there's a point where you're like, this needs to stop. It was clearly, too, like, something that, like, triggered her. Like, she felt, I felt like she was losing... Her shit a little bit when they were like deep in the fight and then she like turned on chair like, <laughs> no i'm serious and like right, she yeah. like washed over her as if it was like i need this on yes. to be alive and that's a big red flag that's like, a big, <laughs> it's like no 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 we're not gonna without chair. but yeah i think it's hard to judge because they were both out of line in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. even willow walking in and just being like you're moving out that's crazy like you're you're kathy's telling her that you're spoiled you're entitled and a little bit of that is true uh, in her reactions and then you have willow come and basically just like say yeah she's spoiled and entitled she gets the whole room you have to move out this isn't a free ride young lady you know i'm beginning to think that somebody's getting a little spoiled maybe i should take this back sorry sir that's my girl <laughs> another cookie that's hard that's yeah. a tough look all around for them. Well, I don't think she was saying you have to move out but she was saying you should not be here when buffy gets home yeah, yeah. but like, be somewhere else tonight because she's going to kill didn't... you. Like, I think Will is just trying oh, to yeah, save. Oh, yeah, no, that was, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a moving situation. That was to protect Kathy under the guise of maybe just don't, don't, don't be here so that you don't get murdered. Yeah. Sure. And, and then, then, actually, and then wait, when they found here. out just that Buffy wasn't going to come back to the room, Willow was like, never mind, yeah. that's fine, you can. 
But I think Kathy's reaction to that statement was appropriate to be like, yeah. fuck you, this is my room too, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, totally. I don't have to oh, yeah. leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that's really reasonable. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, she wasn't that crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy of a person. And maybe that's for the better. I, and I think the food labeling probably wouldn't have happened if Buffy hadn't drank her drank milk. Her milk. Just well, saying, that was a reaction. I think I think the problem is, it seems like Buffy's a bit of an inconsiderate roommate. Yeah, only child. Only child, sure. Tough. You don't drink someone's milk without asking first. Like, that's fine. Um, Poor glass. But yeah. I think between the two, what she's doing is more intrusive. Like, Buffy drank a little bit of milk because she put it in her coffee, not the whole milk jug. Or yeah. to make her hot cereal. Oh, she no, she said the coffee. She oh, she specifically okay. said, "Well, yeah, I was making coffee, and yeah. I realized like Put so. You it. only used like a little bit of milk. Yeah. Kathy still noticed. Like that feels That's like wild. a yeah. way smaller sin to me than playing the same song on repeat for hours and days. True. Like so, Buffy's reaction to her was bad, but also she, I think, she, between the two of them, she, Kathy had the worst habits. Yeah. Instantly, you could have just either thrown money at the problem or. Like, literally, here's five cents for the milk that I took. Yeah. Done. yeah. We're done. Or let's work something out. I will buy the milk the next time. Right. You can drink a little bit of it. You. What else do you like? I'll go out and buy you something. I'll do something Well, and for also, you. I think Buffy had a totally reasonable reaction, which was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, let me replace that for you or something. Like, yeah. I feel like that's where she's going. Kathy's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then <laughs> yeah. the next time you open the fridge, everything is, like, right. pedantically labeled. And you're just like, clearly, it wasn't fine. Yeah. Like, ugh, fine. That's when you buy three cartons of milk label them Kathy and pop them in there <laughs> you you know you know your, where move. Came from. your fucking move your fucking move <laughs> change those labels to Buffy and then we're talking <laughs> you give me a gift bam thank you note you invite me somewhere pow RSVP you do me a favor wham favor returned do not test my politeness let me get that door fixed. There we go. Thank you very much. And I got it for you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Thanks. You know, here's a healthy fitness tip. If you clench your buttocks together while walking, you can really take the pressure off your knees. Is that right? Observe. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> right? That really works. Yeah, feel free to use that yeah. anytime. Okay. Hey, oh, hold on a second. Do not walk around with your jacket, uh, cattywampus. And that needs oh. to be straight as an arrow. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh boy! Okay. Thank you very much for that. You are okay. welcome. Have a seat. Allow me. Have Please. a seat yourself. You know what? I am going to preemptively change the batteries in your wireless mouse. Not necessary. No, no, no. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. Andy is complicating things. Well, I think the only thing to do now is graduate to yelling. Just graduate from college and move to yelling, right? I call it graduation. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, the bad guys are quite scary. Yeah. Real talk. Real real good look. Uh, really creepy when the face comes off. Mm. And the teeth are fantastic. Oh, I really agree. good. I was going to tell you about them again during or? Monster of the Week. Never oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, no, this is, this is a perfect time. Yeah, I my one of my favorite uh, special effects things, monster creature-wise, mm. is when we do the double layer of skin. So mm. like when Kathy's face gets ripped off, and so it's, it's her skin, but then there's an actual person, so it's like three layers, right? Because mm. we've got to have the actress's actual face, the monster makeup, and then the fake skin on top of it. I always like that when that's done well. And I think they did a great job. They were they were creepy. The eyes were very scary, especially Kathy's like big blue orb thing. Once her face Although yeah. I have to say, to be pedantic, um, if you ripped off her face, her 
contacts and her fake teeth would not also rip out of her. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense that suddenly her eyes would be glowing and it's she like would have all these jagged teeth. On the back of a mouth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like I just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense, yeah. but it is really creepy. And the, with the, the Papa demon, like mm. their nails glow too. Really? Which I thought was fun. Fun. And I do have to ask, why would Buffy go straight for the face grab? Mm. When has she ever done that in a fight? <laughs> she's like, I'm going to just try to pull your face off and see if that does something. <laughs> so I mean, she, it was key really does that every bizarre. time. We just don't know. Yeah. It never works. <laughs> I mean, you think she's going for a punch, but really she's like, swat, just grab like, the face. Just, well, they were just, doing like a bit of that like girl fighting thing where it's like they were pulling their hair. Yeah, yeah. they were doing that. They bit. were doing a lot of just yeah. like, do onto the bed for you. Yep. Do okay over there for you. <laughs> like this is the. I mean, it was a really bad fight. Yeah. Were, I mean, there were moments she's getting waylaid with the phone, which that is very amazing. funny. Very funny. And then like the next scene, Buffy's like got the upper hand. Like, why did you stop with the phone? Pummel her to death on the phone. What are you doing? <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, uh, but I guess I'd rather a disjointed fight than a weird choreographed one because they often get very boring. I think so. it's because it's such a close uh, set. Like the, oh, the yeah. dorm room set, I think it's hard to do a cool fight. Yeah. But yeah, the, the phone and the then jump the jump cut to no answer when they're trying to call her was one of my favorite moments in the episode. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like that was me going. It can be your turn now, Sandra. <laughs> oh, um, so when I think about this episode... I think the first thing that pops into my head is the share song. Mm. And I loved, I had forgotten literally the moment this show opens, it opens on that song playing. And really? I was just like, Oh my God, it's immediately like literally the <laughs> oh, first thing you good. hear is her playing that song. That's it's so, so good. good. They yeah. just, they set that so well. Like you get the sense, like this has been happening a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This is share in progress. No, this yeah. is not the <laughs> we, we've been here. <laughs> In progress. Yeah. <laughs> I love Giles' patio area. Very 90210. Very, um, I don't know. It's I, really it's cool. Where I think people it's, go. It's got to be a shared space for that complex, yeah, yeah, right? Sure. In my head, Giles is definitely yeah. in a townhouse situation. And that's some kind of like yeah. area. I always thought he was in a house. I feel like when they see them at the doorstep, it doesn't seem like they're standing up a set of stairs. Yeah. Well, his is two stories. Like the townhouse oh. is like two stories itself. Because even inside, he has a staircase inside. But there's an exterior right. staircase. But I think that little, yeah, that downstairs patio area, which like, this is really nice. I think it's still a very weird setup building. in that you're coming up to the door of his home and all the homes around it. And it's level with the street, per se. And then in the backyard for all of them is this huge dip down into this weird patio. That's yeah. fun. I mean, it's probably I don't know. the way I'm, it is. But... I thought it was really weird. Yeah. I, I mean, we've never it seen it before. And it probably makes no sense with what we've seen before. But we're going to spend a lot more time there, right? So. I don't before. think we ever see it before. I don't think we've ever seen it before. I don't know. But we, we do see it again. We've definitely seen it oh, again. Oh, yeah. So we'll spend, since we're spending so much time at Giles' yeah, place. Yeah, for sure. But I would like to know what the fuck that building looks like. Yeah. IRL. You know, it's nice out here. Yes, I, I take my tea out here sometimes. What are you doing today? Uh, Giles doesn't know what fake tan is. Also, Tough. why is Buffy checking Giles' mail? <laughs> I think that's just funny. But Why? Why would you check his mail? I don't understand. Okay, maybe it's like wants to be on her way around. in. She's like, I'm just going to grab the mail for Giles because yeah. his mailbox is weirdly far away. Because it's an apartment building slash townhouse community and the mailbox isn't just right there. It's in a central location. You need a joke. Those Which are locked, for though. the jokes. It's for the jokes. It's for the jokes. It's for the jokes. So the sweater, you know, the sweater, the one that Kathy gets, gets the ketchup on and then Buffy strangles her with and then, yeah, rips in half. Hardly strangles her. That was like the weakest, like, it's barely around her. Like, this is going to work. And then she just like rips it off. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's not happening. But that cardigan shows up again, specifically in uh, New Moon Rising. Willow's wearing that cardigan when she talks to Oz. And that's the one that she lends to Tara that Oz smells on her. And I'm like, 
Um, we ripped that in half. So, like, I don't know one why Willow has it, but it stands to reason that Buffy might loan her a sweater, right? Uh, but well, it got she ripped went out and bought her own. The same one? That can happen, I guess. <laughs> I'm appalled. Station. <laughs> Um, I like when Buffy is trying to go on patrol with Willow or just like needs to like get her feelings out by beating someone up. And she's like, wait, do you hear that? And then Willow's like, well, I'm kind of chewing my gum pretty loud. And she's like, no. And she was like, my sneakers are squeaky. <laughs> she's just like so happy about it. And it's just the funniest thing ever. Completely I'm looking for something point. lurky here. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. This is just to kind of piggyback on last week's mention of Willow's glow up. She is looking mm. amazing. Just amazing. Everything about like she seems so carefree. She like. Does. She's having a great time. Boyfriend's great. Life is great. Hopefully nothing traumatic happens to her this year. I hope not. Yeah. Meet cute alert. Got a new Buffy love interest. (laughs) (laughs) The end. Ex-boyfriend or lone shark. The person you're hiding from. What a terrible way to... um, to start things off. He's but so dreamy. He has he's a he practical advice for saving money and calls her out immediately for being a freshman and then it just launches into a tirade that I cannot wait to cut up. For instance, people who've been around for a while know how to use their dining hall card. That's not for food? Work it right and you can get three meals worth, which equals fewer punch cards used annually. And more cash from dad that you get to keep for yourself. Right. The goal is to polish off as much as humanly possible in one sitting. Enough to get you through the rest of the day if necessary, while chipmunking items for future consumption. Ah, got it. Good now. Excess dry goods fit nicely in a backpack or your pocket. The the wetter items, macaronis, your turkey loaf, then you're in a Ziploc. It's not for beginners. I like chocolate. I'll just take it slow. There's no bad here. Great thing about being a slayer, picking ass is comfort. I mean, just think about what he was saying. He's describing dry goods and like putting them in bags. Like somebody wrote that. Marty oh, yeah. Oxen wrote that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and that's probably coming from a deep insider knowledge. Oh, deep. How the cafeteria works? I, I just don't. Uh, yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> this is coming can't. from a professional who has stolen food from a buffet more than once. And the tightly brand tightly. plastic mm. bags. Like, and f- what was it? Uh, for her dining room exports. Come on. Oh, yeah. This, this is, is too much. Yeah, this is fucking too, too He's way too much. much. Because I'm, I'm a cool guy. I'm cool. Anyways, just can't so wait know. for those two to get it on. Well, you don't have to wait very long. Yes. Just so you know. Yes. We could have talked about this during our roommate faux pas situation. Buffy leaving her gum on the nightstand? Fucking <sighs> apporable. Apporable? I mean, deplorable. Deplorable. <laughs> it's also deplorable. <laughs> That's bad. That's a bad look. That was bad. The grossest. What's wrong with you, Buffy? You goddamn and animal. And chewing gum while it's going on. She no, swallowed it. It was so amazing. It was just like, like, wow. Whose gum was it, Buffy? I don't know. <laughs> so I just good. happen to still be holding a pack of gum. Unrelatedly, <laughs> <laughs> would you like some gum? I don't know that we've ever seen Buffy get so frustrated with the situation that she uh, damages property, but she does kick a bench in half, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> It's a shifty bench. On the plus side, you killed that bench. It's looking shifty. Oz was excellent just to piggyback on that. Perfect. Nobody deserves mine, Buffy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think this might be their only one-on-one scene. I was trying to think, other than uh, when Oz leaves in uh, Wild at Heart, I... They have a moment where I think before he's about to leave town, he, Buffy has the like, don't do this to my friend kind of thing. Mm. But I can't think of another scene where it's just the two of them together. And that was a fun dynamic that we haven't been able to experience yeah. before. Hi, Oz. Hi. I seem to be having a slight case of nudity here. 
but you're not a rat. So call it an upside. You think maybe you could get me some clothing? Yes, I can. Just uh, don't go anywhere. But then even Buffy, uh, I can handle myself, you know. I can handle myself alone, you know. Not in question. Good. Very sweet. Yes. Uh, Kathy says that she's from Nebraska. Clearly a lie. But she's also deep into the Detroit Red Wings hockey team. Oh, yeah. So Get your shit Detroit, straight. that, I mean, it's not unheard of, but like, why aren't you like a blues fan or something? So it's kind of interesting. And then Xander, when he hears Nebraska, his instinct immediately, as someone who has not gone anywhere, he's like, big sky country. Montana's yeah. big yeah. sky country. What's going on? I think that was the joke. Well, yeah. Know, right. But... Because he's never left. Yeah. Wherever they he are. He got to Monterey, Monterey, man. Wasn't it Monterey? No, no he got to Oxnard. Oxnard. That's yeah. right. Mm. For a second, when you were like, obviously, it's a lie that she's from Kansas. I was like, why is it a lie? She could be from Kansas. Oh, Nebraska. Demon. Nebraska. Demon. And yeah, I saw I saw your face. I saw your face and you calculating it in your head. And I was like, you're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you. Because <laughs> she's a demon and she's not actually from Earth at all. From like a different she dimension. She says that she's from there, though. Uh, yes. You know, and like. I you just I want to know more about her though because I want to know if she actually went to Nebraska and spent some time there. How long has she been on Earth? How long has she been running from them? Why does she want to go to college? And why Sunnydale of all places? How right. did you get a transcript even in to a system? How did you get into this school? Like That's like so many questions that I have. And maybe I want to know more. the Hellmouth somehow is an easier point of entry than maybe other places that would be the only thing i can she's enrolled in school i just get like i think nebraska is a good cover like what are the chances you meet someone from nebraska at ucla or that you meet someone that knows anything at all about nebraska because i'm trying to think of one thing i know about (sighs) nebraska and i'm coming up empty (laughs) see but you meet me and i'll be like let's talk and then she'll be like i sorry i have to go (laughs) we're in nebraska uh, I can't think of a single town. Literally, no one's ever asked me that. <laughs> and if that happened now, I would just start screaming, "Demon, demon, demon!" You would know. Uh, I only have one more thing, and that's Willow hanging up the Dingo's poster and playing their album while mm. she's like moving into Buffy's store. That was, was so really cute. cute. I was just like, she loves her boyfriend. <laughs> she's so supportive, and it's very cute. What, was she right in saying to move the poster over? Oh, I I don't know why. What was what, I think it was fine where she had it. I think that it's way too far to the left. It's like right on the door frame almost. Like, why wouldn't you want it centered? That's very confusing. That was where the Celine Dion poster was. So I'm thinking a little bit of her is like, I miss Kathy. (laughs) (laughs) I have not been able to tell you guys this, but I fucking hate Oz's band. Whoa. (laughs) No, no, no. I was like, where did this come (laughs) from? I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a hard burden to bear, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Everyone loves dingoes, though, right? Yeah, I love dingoes. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we heard them play? Where's Devin? Oh, yeah. Willow is upset about uh, the Uki blood demon Mm. or whatever. You know, Uki blood, whatever she said. Uh, And and called it a nightmare fairy. Appalled at the idea that someone's running around putting nightmares in people. Has she seen episode 10? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I found that pretty galling. In an episode that went out of its way to have a recurring character from the previous episode, in this episode, something Buffy doesn't do. You know, we met her and then, and we had a throwback to band candy. Like, we're doing a lot more of this stuff and then we just like, forget that nightmares was an episode. (laughs) Which is very, also, tough look. Scary veiny fairy, different than nightmare fairy. Cordelia calls Hmm. when she's like, she granted my wish. She was like a a fairy, a scary veiny fairy. Right? 
I is it Cordelia idea. that says that or maybe someone that else? That was in The Wish? I don't though? know. It's, yeah, it's either in The Wish or, or Doppelganger. But not Nightmares. No, no. Okay. Unrelated. <laughs> it just made me think. <laughs> Scary Vanny Fairy. We've got Nightmare Fairy. Let's accumulate fairies. Fairy watch. Um, our dreams are coming true. Dreams? Baseball. It would be a musical comedy version of this. Nightmares. Our, our nightmares are coming true. So why Baseball. is this happening? Billy. Baseball. Well, that explanation was shorter than usual. Baseball. It's Billy. When he lose, it's bad. The initiative ending, I'm not going to sit here and say that it was cool. Okay? No one's going to say that. Right? Because they're, bu- they're just a bunch of boys in and paintball they, costumes. They it's not cool. It's yeah. not cool. However. That seems so obvious. Why are they lurking around campus like full commando? They should just be dressed like normal normal college students. But we can't know that it's for Because Riley then it's like co. if Buffy ran into Riley dressed like that, she'd be like, why are you wearing that? If she ran into Riley you just dressed in normal here? clothes, she would be like, hey, Riley, what's up? See you later. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. I'm not, not going to say it's good. In the first episode, because it seemed like it was 3 a.m. and no one was around mm. and they were hunting. This Buffy and Co., there are so many people walking around in the courtyard and we have Buffy walk by or whatever, or uh, Oz. Oz was mm. walking by and then we get them running, running through. Pictures. There's people all the fuck around. <laughs> uh, what were you doing? Like, I get it. You want them to be like a slow burn of some kind, but mm-hmm. wow. Uh, did you see the lit sticker? Oh, yeah. yeah I know. She's like, calling. Call back. To every fucking locker in Sunnydale High having a lit sticker. Absolutely incredible. My final one. Hear me, elders of the upper reaches. Elders of the lower reaches. Elders of the dry land. Elders of the river flats. Cool spell. Really bad. It's so good. I wanted to hear the rest of it. You can send us your pitches for better spells at Beat Me Pod everywhere. Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, at Beat Me Pod. That's us. You can also go to beatmepod.wordpress.com where we have got fun things like, hey, what's that song you guys use in that episode? Oh, hey, it's right here, right there on the website. You can find that out. You can also find songs related to our podcast and episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer at a playlist on Spotify. Ever heard of Spotify? You can go there. Spotify. The playlist is Beat Me Hyphen, fun time, playlist for podcast fans, season four. Jesus. And that'll contain share. any songs that we mentioned here. In our, it'll definitely have share on can it you now. Just put, can you just put share on there 8,000 <laughs> times oh. and nothing else? <laughs> Every version of my life. <laughs> yeah, you have to almost. Uh, so check that out, please and thank you. But uh, I think we need to update, update our watches. There was a, do. a moment in this one, I believe. Oh, was there? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just going to go real quick. Xander Construction Outfits, no. Not quite yet. Still unemployed. Uh, Maroon Jacket Watch, no. Forrest is gay for Riley Watch. Still don't know. We know We know that he's th- there. They're yeah. both there, but we just can't see the love. Uh, Devin Watch uh, slash Future Chips Ahoy. I still I forgot immediately what Future Chips Ahoy means. <laughs> okay. um, no, but we do get the Dingo's poster. So yes. that's a nice little. I know. I uh, felt something. Uh, De Hoffman Watch, no, but we do get the nice new demon. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a kind of just a demon watch. Uh, <laughs> I like seeing uh, Tep. Tapperich, Tapperich. Yeah, Tapperich was the Tapperich. name of the one of the mocked gar demons. Yes, perfect. Uh, Sandy Watch, nope. Uh, Sandy Watch. Michael Amy Wicked Goth Watch. I interpret this one as more just randos doing or being around magic, because like you know right. Michael was just kind of that. Amy's just kind of like in it, you know. Yeah. So no on this one because uh, we didn't have any randos. We had our people doing it. Books a million though we did. Uh, Kathy's reading a book. I couldn't catch what the book was. Uh, Giles is definitely reading something on the rituals of Maktgar or whatever. And then we get a book at the end, uh, White Magic, which oh, hopefully is not some white power 
book from Buffy. Oh God. So who knows? So, okay. yeah, no, you clearly see the white magic is the one. So the original Gutenberg demonography. Oh, that's right. That's what you said. the name of the book that Giles is uh, consulting, I think. Shout out to Stacia for catching that. So we need to decide right here and now because originally when we did uh, the books, mm. we brought it up because if you listen, if you go back in time and listen to our own very own podcast right here, Baby mm. Pod, let's uh, uh, we when we did Books a Million, it was about an actual regular book, I yeah, think. Yeah, I'm just throwing out the books. Okay. We're building a bookshelf with real books. So none of these except for the white, the one that's labeled, white, okay. whatever it was, is going on there. His book, the blank book, not going on the shelf. Sure. But like, I'm just mentioning the books. But like the came. Kerouac one, is that going to go on there or see, no? I feel like On the Road is is mentioned by name and we know what it is. Okay. I don't see why that couldn't be Well, because I thought it was supposed reading. to be just mystical why? fake books. Why? You got to have to take a break. Okay. Gotta take a break. Well, right. A Human Bondage is going to be on there too. Okay. All so, right. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify. So, yeah. all books. This is a book. Oh, I mean, it's all a books. library. It's okay. a library. Because I feel like we missed one because I think you might have brought one up. Or maybe it was just We like missed three seasons. Well, what about the book that... <laughs> What about the book that Kathy was reading and her entire bookshelf of novels? Well, that's what I said. I, yeah, so that's a great one. If I could see them, I would put it on there. And if I noticed what it was, which I couldn't tell what it was. Okay. So I, I'm shouting them out. I'm going to shout out every book right, from right. here on out. Okay. But until we get so real So it's all names, books, though. But your book is real, so I, I want to yeah. put that to all the library. Um, Streets Ahead, nothing. We didn't fucking leave this place. Uh, Giles Biggest KO, nothing. Nothing. Just getting dunked on a bit by Buffy, but <laughs> nothing nothing big for, for our guy Giles. A failure of a watch, if, if there ever was one. Just zeros all across the board. Except for the Gutenberg demonography. It's okay. It's amazing. Okay. Oh, well, I guess that one specifically. Giles getting knocked out. What the fuck, man? That's like such a staple of his character. What happened? And white magic. Don't forget about white magic. <sighs> okay, let's rank this sucker. Jeez, I'm all disappointed now. <laughs> Willow Hacks, we talk about the net. Slash something wicked this way comes. I gave it a six because we did a tiny spell with Giles. About, you know, Daniel beautifully repeated the words for us. Uh, but I I mean, it's not like a straight up magic-y type thing. I don't know. I it, Willow barely participated. I she was like, hardly you know? in it. She yeah. was more here for the friendship. Riley ruins everything. Not in the episode. Five. Gets a five. Thanks yes. for showing. Not for showing up, buddy. Giles looking great. I think he's really come into the the style that he wants to do because he's got this like oh, tweed good. sport coat over the and he's new working out. Sweater. I mean, come he's on, working out. Uh, he's got hobbies. He's got friends. He does. I mean, pretty cool. Okay, you're not having one of those midlife things, are you? Because I'm still going ish from the last time you tried to recapture your youth. Buffy. Sorry. Living give life. Him, give him an eight. Um, and he's already talking about, I got to go head off to the magic shop. We're already like putting in the little bit of, uh, of one day what's coming, will, will what's coming soon. Yeah. Can you believe? Pretty cool. Monster of the Week, we already talked about how cool the Moktagar makeup and everything is. Um, but they didn't really do a lot. So just, I gave it a seven. I mean, she was, she, Kathy, was sucking. Kathy was good. Buffy's soul out of her body and just hilarity and all that stuff. But as far as like a villain, I seven, I feel like is appropriate. Yeah. Relationship good is or bad is. Now, Willow was a great friend. That is a great point. But oh, yeah. we're in another situation where we could have solved everything by just believing Buffy out of the gate. Now, I felt like this happens in the show quite a bit. But then when Sasha and I were talking about it earlier, I couldn't really think of any episodes where like, I could pinpoint where it happened. She brought up Ted, which is true. Like, This is like one-to-one Ted, right? Buffy's convinced something's up with that fucking guy the whole time and no one wants to believe her because they're like, but he makes delicious pizzas and cookies and he's great and mini golf. Do you want me to slap that smart ass mouth of yours? Who's up for dessert? I made chocolate chip cookies. Uh, the same kind of thing here. Like she's definitely fucking evil. I mean, she doesn't have a lot to support her case other than, you know, toenails and stuff, but 
But she knows. And if we would just listen to Buffy to begin True. with, we could have avoided all this. She does seem like a crazy person, though. She really fucking does. But can you think of any other episodes? No, I, that's a really great question. But there's don't you like, feel like it's happened before? Oh, yeah, it definitely has happened. Yeah. Uh, you just kind of feel like there's like a low-key, like there's always a little bit of that in a lot of episodes, but never like a big moment like this where you're like, I'm going to lock Buffy up and tie her right. up and do all of that. That's the extreme level. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's definitely like, I know this thing. You're wrong. Oh, and I and guess then, there's like, it gets solved <laughs> in the episode or season seven episode him, uh, where they're all obsessed with that boy. That's like the he's wearing a magical Letterman jacket, so everybody falls in love with him. There's a, a really great cutaway scene where Buffy's like, "Oh, I'll just blow up the school or something to say, to get him to myself." So she's like, "There's a scene where she's carrying a uh, bazooka to the school to blow it up, and out of nowhere, just like Spike comes in, fucking t- bodily tackles her off from off screen, like." So that's kind of that a little bit, I guess. No, it's not no, that at all. No, that's not like that at all. But what, what a fun <laughs> moment to bring up for no reason. <laughs> I guess I was thinking more of just like Buffy being stopped, like bodily being stopped yeah. from doing from committing murder. <laughs> <laughs> no, Buffy, We've reached the point where today. now we like, well, she did say, I'm going to murder yeah, this exactly. person. Uh, I guess they did stop her from murder. They I did. mean, I guess you can't murder a demon. Come on, man. You're basically murdering a human being in yeah, this moment. I she don't didn't know see she was much a of a different. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Anyway, so if you can think of any episodes that specifically where we could have just solved this real fast if we would have been believe Buffy from the gate, then yeah. you, listener out there, let me know. But yeah, so because of that, I gave it only a six. Well, it was great. And they all came together at the end, obviously, but I felt like we just need to listen to our friends. I mean, that's definitely been a theme in multiple episodes. Just listen to your friends. Yeah. Uh, episode specific. Toenails. Buffy was right. <laughs> Which I think is just one of the best out of context <laughs> quotes of all time. <laughs> Giles comes in and just holds the toenails. Buffy was right. Uh, eight out of ten. She gives that a forty overall for the season. I thought this episode was just hilarious from start to finish. It's all jokes. I mean, none of it matters in the yeah, grand scheme of everything. But like, if you're gonna have a filler episode, at least it's fucking funny, like entertaining yeah. all the way through. So, two of two for the season. Whoa! Whoa. Look out. Uh, Stacia, what do you got? I don't have your distaste for filler episodes. <laughs> Uh, so I don't count that as a negative for this. And I think it's really funny. Um, so I ended up ranking it 23 out of 58, which I know is still middling, but all the ones above it have like that emotional resonance. Mm-hmm. See, so you're weighting it a little bit too, right? Yeah. Like it's well, not it's that not... I have distaste. I, th- I still rated it high. Right. And it is really funny. Well, but... no, because I was looking at it and I was like, is this better than gingerbread? <laughs> the dark age. Not quite. <laughs> it is better than dark age. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, but then I was like, is it better than earshot? And earshot is also, oh. is also a funny, completely irrelevant mm-hmm. episode. And I thought, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. 23. 23. Okay. 23. Nice. <sighs> I just, I, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to give in to this great conversation. Amongst friends. Like you do every time. Where like I do every time. time. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, let's put this up 60 higher than I was going to put it. No, I'm putting this at 104. It's, it's, it's one. <laughs> We're both scandalized. And I picked the number randomly and it happened to be open. And guess what? It's above. One above. Dark Age. Ah! So one above Dark Age. 104. Listen, it's a high 104. Mine's two it's above Dark Age. <laughs> God, this is just a podcast about the one specific episode of Buffy the Vampire, The Dark Age. That's ruined everyone. (laughs) 
At the end, we just have to like rewatch Dark Age just to confirm <laughs> oh, no. what we thought. You were the one that's like Ethan Rain or whatever. Like, oh, I love this that's episode. That's true. You do I'm like Ethan Rain. Ethan <laughs> and everyone, I wish we got more like, Ethan Rain so we could have more of these terrible episodes. So you be ready, be ready for me to fucking rate, uh, what is it, A New Man? I think is in this yeah, oh, yeah. it's season yeah. four when Ethan shows up he already made the fucking rank that super high though it's probably not very good yeah, five yeah. of one yeah or five one of one I don't know eight hundred of eight hundred anyways know. no I'm not gonna buy in to the propaganda this is a one oh four episode right. that I love dearly it was very fun I, I I anytime you can introduce a character and then have it pay off even the next episode just so much fun I'm really happy that it and exists. that's something that they really do and like that's we're doing a lot of mini arcs because Parker's not gonna be around long yeah. Maggie Walsh doesn't stay around very yeah. long and what are you talking about she's thir- like 13 episodes I mean that's not nothing, we don't see but... her every episode but she's like mm-hmm. there and she yeah she dies before even the midway of the that's not great uh <laughs> I don't know what that was it was the door shutting yeah but yeah like... but we're all in here yeah they <laughs> blocked you out. It's got to be the wind, right? Yeah, cool. Yeah, probably. My door shuts all the time. Anyway, any any pressing final thoughts? Do you want to tell me how good this episode was in relation to Dark Age some more? My not, my final thought is mostly about who's in our house right now. Yeah, someone's here. Yeah. This is the last episode. Oh yeah, this is how it all ends. Well, living conditions is in the books. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see. But who knows? For harsh light of day, get ready mm. for some spike coming back. Angel, right? Does Angel show up here, or she shows up on Angel? Oh man, I gotta watch Angel. Anyway. We'll see you next week, the 19th, for Harsh Light of Day. Until then, say goodbye. Goodbye. Daniel, say goodbye. Goodbye forever. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Nothing serious, I think. Just random adorableness. Now, a technique I know well. Hit the girl with your best shot, then asta. Gotta respect the drive-by. Low rejection, fond memories. That looked like more than that to me. He got all googly-eyed. That's because he got hit by the buffinator. Now he's powerless. You think? No question. He'll be back. (laughs) I've been thinking a lot about this, and it's clear to me now. What? That's better. Kathy's evil. I'm an evil fighter. It's simple. I'm gonna have to kill her. Nope, not tight enough. You better believe it, Buster.